Hey, welcome to Going on a Tangent Podcast. I'm your host, Kiki. I'm a wife, mother, friend, and then some. Do you know what people say about me? You guessed it. I talk a lot. So I thought, why not share my tangents with the world? Each week, I'll be going on a tangent about a topic that pop in this talkative girl's head. I'll discuss life, love, friendships, favorite shows, and so much more. I promise my tangents won't take forever. At least I hope so. But you gotta listen to find out. It's me, Kiki, and this is The Goat, (laughs) going on a tangent podcast. And this week, I will be discussing living unapologetically black. What that means to me, how it makes me feel, breaking it down. So let's get started. I like to start off with the definition of unapologetic. It can be defined as not apologetic, offered, put forward, or being such without apology. When I think about unapologetically black it's to you know not be sorry for being black not be sorry for my blackness um and everything that is black activity um (laughs) and i think especially thinking about what's going on in the world today hashtag black lives matter always okay emphasize on the always Um, I think this is a time now, I think, for black people to really hone in on our beautifulness, what's inside, the skills, talents, and things that, you know, you bring forward. I think this is the perfect time if you've been waiting to really, like, sit down and evaluate what it means to be black and what it means to you. I feel like, I mean, any time is obviously a great time to do that, but I think This is the time where you can really be amped up because of the empowerment of the movement that has already started, but it's it's at a place right now that is something like transformative, I think more so than it has been in a long time. And so this is a perfect opportunity. If you've been out there protesting, if you've been posting, if you've been donating, if you've been doing all those things and really taking the time to reflect on your blackness, I feel like figure it out you know this this is a time to live unapologetic about it um i think for myself i've had this thought for so long and really trying to figure out for myself what it means to live unapologetically black and how do i do that and how do i want to do that and what feels good and right to me and i'm feeling great about exploring it even more and really finding the things in my life that I can be unapologetic about and there's so many things if not everything and I just feel like the time is now be empowered do it jump in I think about how I was raised my mother is born and raised from Jamaica Um, and came over to America in her late teenage years. And so she has the combination of not just being Jamaican, but being black and black Caribbean. And that is what raised me, you know, a combination of both. So, um, and then to add in, of course, me 
being raised born and raised in new york city like that's a extra layer of sauce on top of that you know so i i feel thinking back on how i was raised where i was raised all those things it creates such a a pot of of loveliness of black loveliness um and I've got to tap into that and I've got to allow it to lead me in the way that I feel is best now as I get closer to this you know dirty 30 I think that there's so much more of my life that I want to explore in the most intentional way I think I've always been intentional but now it's like ah I've got to grip everything that is within me and put it forth out there and choose the life I want to live and the life I want to live is a life that's unapologetically black I am proud I am happy I am excited about my skills my talent my pigment like I I'm just melanated to the god and um I just I want to really like tap into that and let it take me places and I truly think that I've had this redefined thought of how can I do this more intentionally when I became a mom and so I think it came from two parts so the transformation of being pregnant and having a baby and then life after having a baby is crazy like you obviously don't know it until you go through it um but trying to describe it to people is just it it is like you were a person then you added on a person literally within you and then you had that person and they've left your body and so afterwards you're not just trying to figure out like what does it mean for me to be me again and like physically mentally like there's so so much things happening at once and so as I continue to go months away from that process of just giving birth I when I jump back into work like all those things I was just like who the heck am I like where where is this kiki that was I I was different. I was different before having a baby and so at first I tried to cling on to those same things of like I I am organized. I've got my shit together. I've like I remember things. I I I can stay up all night. I get shit done. Like that's that's who I was. And after baby, I'm like, dear, dear Lord, I am tired as a mother. Like I am like exhausted. I can't remember shit. I'm like trying to grasp at those things that were once something I defined myself and now it's I had to figure out what is the new Kiki because I'm not the same person and so I feel like I've been in the last because my son is two um two and a half and so within the last three years I've really been trying to figure out who is Kiki who do I want to be now who am I now and a part of that is my blackness and so how can I incorporate this new person that is going to be me and make sure that it's true to me and being true to me means I gotta live unapologetically black I can't be sorry about the things that I say and how I feel and how things make me feel as a black woman because I 
I'm not just myself anymore. Like, I have a child. And at that, I have a black son. And so there's so many things that I have to be strong and empowered and just comfortable with for myself because that's going to get passed down to him. Like, he's going to look to me and say, Mom, what about this? And I have to be defined for myself in order to pass that on to him. And so I think that is when it really clicked for me about going on this soul searching, (laughs) Um, I guess is the best term to use for myself so that I can be not just a better person for myself, but I can be a better person for him. And on top of being a mom, I think also becoming a wife is another thing too. Um, I'm married to a black man. And so that means there are two black men in my life, um, amongst the others, of course, but two main black men in my life. And so I have to be confident in myself as a black woman so that I can definitely make sure that my relationships with my son and my husband is just as confident. Because there are things that we are all going to go through, me as a black woman, them as black men, that I've got to be good about me so that we can be good as a family and as a unit. And so I feel like that is so important. And, you know, these characteristics are just so much so a part of my identity that I can't leave them out and them as black men makes it even more important for me to live unapologetic about my blackness because I want them to do the same you know um and I want them to feel comfortable in that around me and I want when we step out into the world that our melanin that is so popping for that to shine as bright as possible Um, especially with my son. Like I want him to feel so good about being black and feel so important and feel so special and feel like he can recognize that like no matter what the world tells him, that he is beautiful. And every part of him and especially the part about him being black is he is made by God that that no one can tell him otherwise that he is not important and special and beautiful and that his features are not perfectly carved out by God and I can only do that by being confident within myself and um, my blackness I like to also think about you know being being black in a community among friends and family that are black. And so majority of my friends and family are black. I actually can't, I I, I don't know the number off the top of my head to think of what, not what, rather like how many friends I have that are not black. Um, And I have a few in other categories but majority of my friends and family are black and um a good portion of course because of my mom are caribbean and so i think it's important especially now with everything going on that like we we've got to not only empower ourselves but empower people that are part of our community because so much stuff gets put on black people that we have got to have each other and I 
have made it a point I think always but especially now to let my family and friends know that like you know I've got you and I'm gonna check on you and I'm going to make sure you're doing okay because I know how many times I'm scrolling through Instagram and being faced by so much that's in social media right now and it's it's it can be defeating it can be challenging it can be so many things and so if if I'm not checking on the people that I consider to be family and friends a part of this same community then like how 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 am I living unapologetic about my blackness how am I making it known on the outward facing to them that you know I've got them this this is how I'm feeling about this um and that I can be a place or a source for them to feel comfortable as well and so it's it's important to state those things to these people in, in my opinion and I want them to know that you know I love them I love them for their blackness I love them for who they are I love them for the qualities that they bring to our relationships you know as friends and family and I want them to you know if they feel ready to and they feel capable of to live unapologetic as well now I have to have to have to talk about like my blackness in the world right because obviously (laughs) that's not something that's going to change but also I think that's when the unapologetic part really becomes strong right because I don't have to in my community of friends and family and with my son and my husband I don't have to define my blackness to them because they know who I am they know my characteristics they know what's real and what's not real and so it is easy so to speak because we were we're just kin you know it's 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 family oriented I think the part about my blackness in the world that that's something that I have to define for me and in order for me to ultimately live unapologetic I've got to be comfortable in being that way on the outward where people who don't know me or people who only come across me in small ways at work or wherever that they can recognize that that's how I feel about this Um, and I think it's up to you to define if you're going to shout it scream it whisper it or let others figure it out for themselves about how blackity black you are but um for me it's it definitely something that has been a challenge you know what I where I work is a place that is predominantly white and so it is obvious that I am black but also it it's it's broken out into so many different things so it's not just the outward appearance of me walking into work and me being the one out of two uh, black people in the office um and also that's what people see when they walk into the office but it's also about like you know the clothes that I wear how I dress how I speak how I conduct myself all those things come into play and so I think recently within the last few years as I've moved around into different settings within my field of work that I have just continued to gather more tools of how can I be 
comfortable as a black woman in a workplace with predominantly white people and let them know like these are my skills these are my characteristics but then this is who I am like as a person and this is who I am at work and I've always been very closed in because I didn't like certain environments that I was in and so I'm not a big sharer and I think recently within the last few years of like having to share by the default of having a baby and having to just there's things that I have to hold on to and be strong and confident about because it not only affects me but it affects him and affects my family that I've been more vocal about things and been more comfortable sharing things with people at work and so sometimes it's just being like bold you know and saying like you know I'm black and so this is how we do things as a black person or this is how you approach things as a black person and not being the like this is the black thought of it all or look to me because I'm the black person in the office so I must know the black thought like I don't I try not to tread into those territories because I don't want to speak for all of us because I know all of us are people as individuals and so we're gonna have our own thoughts and opinions about things but I definitely sprinkle in you know the two cents of like oh no 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 you can't say that to no black older woman oh no 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 that's how you get popped um and you know things that like oh I can't be racist because I'm black (laughs) I've definitely said that in the office to people (laughs) um but yeah I have to I have to just be me and it took me some time to get comfortable in that in a workspace because you know I don't want to be the angry black woman that the whites think of me and but sometimes I'm angry and I'm black and it's okay for me to be angry and be black and I want it to be that like I want it to be okay but sometimes you you're in settings that it's not okay for others and I think that's the part about being unapologetic I have to be okay even when it's not okay with others as long as it's okay with me then you know that's that's how I'm living And I think I've continued to become more comfortable with that and gotten to a place of, you know, I'm still growing, but I'm getting there. Um, And then me in the world, of course, like when I step outside of my house in the middle of Brooklyn, I see all types of people and I'm afforded that ability because of New York City being such a place of mixing pot um and which is beautiful and a lot of places are not but at the same time just because New York City is a mixing pot it doesn't mean that there isn't racism here it doesn't mean that people aren't you know put aside because they are black and so I have to walk the line on both sides of knowing how much culture exists in New York City and how comfortable I can be in New York City because I'm black but also how uncomfortable certain settings and situations can present themselves and how do I move within that because again like I said in the beginning like I'm I am black on the outside so I'm going to continue to be black on the outside so I have to be comfortable with that in order to walk high and the way that I'm going to walk in the world and I feel really good about that at this place that I am in life and I can only encourage people to do that too when you walk out in the world just 
be you and if you want to be you first and then be black then do that and if you want to be black first and then be you then do that too okay i think the unapologetic peace peace comes with this is how i'm gonna live and you gotta deal with it because this is me and i'm i'm comfortable and i'm confident with me and it's not my job to help you feel comfortable and confident with me no especially no strangers in the street i'm damn sure you're a stranger i don't know you a damn thing um and so you know yeah they just gotta take it or leave it that's 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 how i feel about that entirely like people have to just take it or leave it yes and then you know the thought of what it means to live unapologetically black for me i feel like it means to live for myself live for god live for the person that i want to be in life the characteristics and qualities that i want to hone in for myself and make sure that is on the outward facing for myself my friends my family um my community as a black person and the black community is what i'm talking about when i say my community um and just so people know that my blackness is a part of me and what it means to be geeky and that you have to accept it because that's what it is and if you don't want to accept it it's cool we don't have to be friends we don't have to be family but that's that's where i'm at in life and so you're gonna either get on this wagon or you're gonna ride off into the sunset by your damn self without me but if you're going to accept kiki into your life you have to accept that i am black i will always be black and i'm gonna be black with or without you so if you can accept that then please come into me with open arms and i will hug you back but if you don't accept it that's cool too but we just we can't do this no more we we just can't but i'm just saying In this segment, I'll be reading a quote, and this one comes from a young black woman, Almanda Steinberg, and she says, someone once told me that it's a small revolution in itself just to be a person of color and be a woman and be yourself. And so I'm just saying that living unapologetically black is a small revolution. And if you didn't know, now you know. But I digress. This is where I wrap up the tangent I've been on all episode and hit you with some hard hitting points. Point one. I'm black, so no matter how I live, this won't change. And this is a fact, so I'm going to embrace it. I'm point two, above everything else, I'm a wife and a mother to a black man and a black son. So how I represent myself matters to them as well. Point three, I have to live my truth no matter what. I've got God to fear and no one else. So I got to live the life that I want to live. So I challenge you, if you're black, live unapologetically black. 
and whatever that means to you you know live the life that you want to live and if you're not black but you may have black friends or family then i challenge you to support them to listen and learn from them and to ultimately love them because if they're living unapologetically black and that's their truth then you've got to love them for who they are well that's all for today's episode thank you for listening again i'm kiki and this is going on a tangent podcast if you like this episode don't forget to subscribe and i'll see you all soon